that's ham sofa drogas. Muni radio time. <laughs>
hat so far that's full last black pull
This is crazy. Everybody can't get what they want. Well, his job is to make us good, Yesterday, make us uh, happy, it was like, make us parents good. It was like they want me to kill the right to say or something because I ended up being in a, a minor car accident and I couldn't hear everything you had to say about the topic that type of thing because I was leaving from my psychiatrist appointment. Yes. My body is moving and I'm not doing it. Pardon? Oh, God. No. Oh, God. In the name of Jesus, we God, just pray. Oh, oh, God. Oh, God. 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 What's going on? We just pray in the oh, name God. of Jesus. Oh, God. 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 God.
Bundy for KRQR. I'll flash by a 40-minute free ride of the Scorpion's new LP, Blackout.
take a deep breath, hold it, let it out slowly. Now, don't you feel good? Oh, soft to hook you. <laughs> Ain't nobody here right now, and uh, I'm in kind of a hurry. Hey, Eddie, do you want me to get these plants? Yeah, right. I'm going to stay on the street corner. Yo, check it out. Loose shrubs, the silverware, the TV. Man, but I'll do you a favor. I'll leave the machine, and uh, you can leave a message at the beep so nobody comes home to an empty house. Hey, Eddie, I think I heard a cat in the
This is Jack. Just backed up from the border for a short visit. No one's home right now, and normally I wouldn't answer the phone myself, but frankly, I can't stand to ring it. And I don't want to take your message. You know what I'm talking about, pal? So at the beep, just Or download a podcast and you can listen to
And for other purposes. And other purposes. And for other purposes, God knows what. For yeah. other purposes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And at the bottom it says thank you. Tell him to fuck off.
this is Rodney. And nobody can come to the phone right now. There's a wild party going on. And I'm the only one with nothing better to do, you know? Yeah, but I don't mind. You know, the only time I get a telephone call is when I answer somebody else's phone. I bought all these answering machines myself. Now I know nobody missed me when I was gone. Hey, have a little respect. At the beat, leave a message. This is Barbara. No one is available to answer the phone, which is good for you, because you get to hear my gorgeous voice.
face is cracked from smiling All the fears that she's been hiding And it seems that pretty soon Everybody's gonna know
walking down the street. Some pretty mama start breaking down with me, start breaking down. Yes, start breaking down. The stuff I got a bunch of brains out, baby. It'll make it lose.
FM, and we do need you to help us out with your M-O-N-E-Y. So, uh, come through the website, click on the donate button and help us out because what it can't buy, we can't. Black Black Blessing is the name of Joe. Radio.
They had us in a, a Pullman car. Had a corridor that runs down. They had us in a compartment there because it was so hot in there. The guards opened the door. The people on the train were stopping, trying to get a look at these guys. And I was in my own world of hatred. I was no tough guy, but uh, I don't care. If a guy looked at me wrong, I was right at him. I could care less. Blinded with hatred. We're all shackled up together, chained together, six of us. And I heard a voice say, what did you do? I turned around and looked, and there was a little girl sitting there, standing there. She was about five or six years old. I was, I was seated by the doorway. I don't know what to say to this kid. And she asked me again, and uh, it sounded like my own voice, like I was hearing my own voice. And I said to the little girl, uh, this is what happens when you're a bad boy, they take you to jail. The little girl skipped off, and a little while later, here she come back again. We're talking, and uh, I guess the guards weren't worried about this youngster trying to break me out or anything, you know. And I'm having a conversation with this youngster, and at the time, 
I'd been in prison for 10 years. I never had no visits, no letters, no correspondence, no nothing. And when I got over on Alcatraz, I got thinking about that little girl. And I was like a breath of fresh air. This was my highlight for the last 10 years. I wasn't afraid of nothing, but I gotta tell you the truth, uh, I, I was scared this time. I laid down on that bunk, thinking I'm asleep, and my whole body went numb. It just felt like I'm gonna float away, and I'm afraid to let go. Sometimes I, I gotta make my body move, I gotta, and I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't make my body move, and I'm fighting and fighting. Finally, I get to where I can move, and it's an eerie feeling, kind of a scared feeling. Well, this happened uh, quite a few times. And then I made up my mind, you know what? I'm not going to try to fight it. I'm going to see what this leads to. And I'm going to sleep one time. This didn't happen every night now. Every once in a while. And my body went dead on me. Went to sleep, and I can't move it. And I remember what I said to myself, I'm not gonna fight it, so I, I did. And I actually experienced myself coming out of my own body. And now I'm, I actually see myself laying there on the, on, on the bunk. And I started to float up to the ceiling. It's just like a bubble, a balloon, hitting the top of that ceiling. And somehow or another, I knew I could go through it. But I was scared because I didn't know what was beyond. I, I, I just didn't know. And I was scared. And through my own thinking, somehow or another, I returned right to myself. I don't, I don't, I don't feel myself returning, but all of a sudden, I wake up again. And I know I wasn't asleep. That's as far as I ever got. And that happened a number of times where I actually left the body. Something told me that I could float right through this concrete, right through this bar, I could float right out. I never was afraid of nothing, but I gotta admit, I was afraid to really let myself go, and I'd always return. Somehow or another, I couldn't get past myself through my own thinking. It's just like a balloon there, bumping gently against the ceiling of the cell. And what I was trying to do was, escape reality of being a prisoner in a cell, but I never could get beyond that ceiling. Something told me always to return to my body. I didn't know what was beyond. Would I wind up in hell? Would I wind up in some weird situation? I, I, I didn't know.